All right, welcome, welcome back, Paul. How you doing? Uh, you know what? To the Perfect Crime, you sponsored know, this week by Don't inter- no, 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 absolutely not. What? You do not get to. They did not take over at the beginning of the show. Okay, and you know what? You've been gone from the beginning well, of the know, show for two weeks, Michael. This is my. I wasn't intro. gone. I was here last week. And I was there last the week before that. I haven't been here during the week. I was in a medically induced coma for a week from sleep deprivation. Yeah, so let's talk about this really quick. Okay. I don't think we last have time week, to talk about last it. Last week you came in bulldozing like a crazy person. Basically is bull, is bull, so... Bulldozing? I was here. Uh, we were talking about the crimes. You were like not wanting to talk about the crimes. I... I'm willing to bet 100% that you don't even remember the theme of last week. The thematic structure. I remember something... uh, Yeah, you don't. About We were talking a lot about Batman. We were not. You were visualizing Vince Vaughn sitting next to you, okay? Mm. Like a nut job. Listen, you scared me so much. There was was no Minnesotan acting legends next to me during the whole (laughs) week. Okay. You freaked me out so much, and you ruined the podcast so. You, if I remember horribly. correctly, from what I I remember, you keep you didn't even want to. I remember approving a couple of those, and you said no thanks. So what's really at the heart of this, you know? Okay, I won't talk about that anymore. What I want to talk about is basically that I saved your life. You did this because I, I you're, after I remember the recording. I remember talking a lot. Uh, I think there were some eggs involved. I don't... uh, Maybe a chicken or two. Okay, listen. Let me tell you what happened, okay? I saved you from your whole John Wick scenario thing. Yeah, chapter three. That's... No, no, no. We don't need to give the detail. Parabellum. Shush. Okay. I... Listen. Here's what happened. I'll tell you about it. Okay. Okay? I followed you a short distance while I puffed on a tobacco pipe. Okay. Okay? And just like Herlock Sholmes... I foresaw where you were going to go before your enemies or even you yourself knew where you were going to go, okay? Since when do you smoke a pipe? I was using it to figure things out, Mike. Like Harlock Sholmes. That's not a person. That's what I was doing. And then I... Sherlock Holmes. Well, would Sherlock... Smoke a vape. Okay, would he... Which is, you know, killing our views, by the way. Okay. You're really setting a good example for everyone. You, I knew where you were going to go before. Where was I going? Of course, you lived on a barn as a child, and of course you'd return there. I lived on a barn. I lived on a barn. Of course, that would be where the climactic element of this weird little. Where what in what research in my life did you? find that I lived on I, a barn. I could see it in the behavior, in your driving patterns, in your different techniques of holding the wheel, in the way you were looking over your shoulder constantly to the right, certain things. Well, that's because when I drive, I'm on, you know, in America we drive on the left, so I have to look over my shoulder to the right to see who's coming behind Also, me. there was a little bit of hay on the back of your car, and what I can only assume, I hope, is animal manure, not people manure. Well, it was a crazy week. But I can't really speak to that. I was obviously right, okay? I was right about the barn. I was never... And I, so... I grew up in the city. Sure thing. 
I hid. You grew in up. The barn. Didn't you grow up on a farm? You're you're in the you're kind of from the way out sticks, aren't you? I hid in the barn for hours. Well, did I show up? Maybe even days. Days. I was in the barn, waiting for the action scene to begin. And was I at the barn? Just listen to my story, please, Mike. Okay, and you. I don't know. I just feels like this all will be revealed. This doesn't sound like something I do. Ah, listen, even in a John Wick scenario. Okay, slash situation. You know that you were born in the barn. Just shh. I know for a fact I wasn't. I took out. There's medical records. Okay, when I got there to the barn, there were two guards standing post ahead of time from the enemy. I took out two early guards. Sneaking up from behind and pulling one into the haystack that I was in while I used a farm tool and threw it across the barn to cut a hanging bucket free, which fell down and knocked the other on the head. I've seen you throw. I've We've played catch, and it's not pretty. Then, after that, I called your boss. Okay. And what did he have to say? He believed me. Based on the presence of the guards. Okay? And so he sent his men out, and we we were going to work on it together. And I was in charge of this unique mic-saving task force. Okay. We all hid in the corners of the barn. We took out all the guys as they came, all the enemies, sneakily. Okay? And I said, I know what to do. We faked your capture. So we called in onto the radio of the enemy with one of the guys. I used a different voice. I said, This is Delta 17. We have captured the Michael. Okay. The enemy used like military speak? Well, I figured he probably would because he looked kind of tough. Right. Did he look like a, just kind of like a burly farmer? No. <laughs> Like, was uh, he wearing overalls? No, I think he was wearing the uniform. Then their uniform was like flannels and rugged jeans. But yeah, maybe like, like some boots. Some... Yeah, that was the enemy uniform to get themselves, you know, looking good. From my memory, all the enemies I fought were like kind of more suited up, kind of in a more classy uh, fighting way. So when the boss came... Was he like a really old man with a long beard? We surprise attacked him and threw him in a pit of pig poo. Okay. He'll never be heard from again. And that, my friend, was how you were saved by me. Okay? Which puts me back in the power position on the podcast. I, I am now the boss. No. All right? My crimes are the right ones and you just have to say yes from now on. Okay, we're gonna get back to crimes, and you're gonna love them. I, I feel like I have to fight this. I, I, it's true. I don't really remember. I remember. I definitely don't remember a barn. I remember like you more were never a, at the barn, my friend. I remember at a. a I wasn't at the barn because I remember going to more of a warehouse situation, kind of a better situation for like a city downtown final, you know, encounter, uh, more appropriate space. So why were and I thought you said you were following me. So how did you end up at a barn that I was not at? That's remember the Herlock Sholmes part of this. I was following you. I was using my pipe, having that to try to get thinking going. Okay, and I got the thinking going. Okay, I figured out where you would eventually 
If I've never sto- seen you smoke I a pipe once in my life. I figured out where you would eventually go if the story played out perfectly. And that's when I realized, it's of a course, barn. you lived on a barn. And of course you'd return. And the end of the story would be that you returned and you would die at the barn. Okay? I'll figure that out before anybody else in the whole scenario could even possibly start thinking about it. Okay? And that's why I was there early. I was able to take out the two guards at the beginning all by myself. Were the two guards humans? Or were they just like a couple like farm animals? Okay. Were they cows? I am not going to mistake people for cows. Okay, Michael? They don't look very much the same. Sure, sometimes they both like to do different things and drink milk and check out cheese. But that's not what happened here. Okay? It was two people. And they were standing guard outside the barn? They were standing at the edge of the barn. Were they working? Like, were they, like, putting hay into a they pile? They were guarding the door, Mike. Okay? And that's how I snuck up through the hay. They were, like... Them. And I took the one that was closest to me. Right? Pulled him right into the hay sack. And then the other one took the little curvy, curvy blady machine thing that they use. The, the, um, you already told me this part. It's, it's just that I've and whipped it up through the cross the barn, and it cut the bucket, and the bucket fell on the other guy's head. Okay, and so the that's only way how I believe that you nailed a bucket to be fall on top of a guy's head is that you were aiming the pitchfork at the guard, and that and you overshot it. I may not have been, I may have been doing some different things. I may be, basically, I did an amazing work. Okay? I also don't I believe that the boss work. man would believe you that I went to a barn. Oh, you don't think he believed me? You don't think he believed me? You want to hear the recording? Yeah. Okay, here's the recording. Hey, Mike's boss. I'm, I'm Paul looking here. at you talk. <laughs> You didn't even try to hide your your mouth moving. Okay, but I'm going to do it pretty much exactly how it went down, okay? Hello, Mr. Mike's boss. How you doing? Yeah, this is Paul here. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, so it's just a one-side conversation <laughs> from your... Okay. Can I ask who he put with you on your squad, your little death squad? That I yes. Think... Tonka one. Tonka one. <laughs> yes. Jeremy. The chicken farmer guy. Three different guys who I didn't know their names, but they looked like they would eat a lot of fruit, probably. Okay. Uh, two suit guys. I think their names were Jerky and Tonto. Okay. No, this didn't that happen. You've, you've been in our organization a long time, and I know you, you know names. So this didn't happen, did it? You can just be honest. This, with hap- this happened exactly like how I wrote it down here. I, I, this is a history. I basically wrote a textbook for you on how your life was saved by me. Okay, this is what happened. It didn't happen you at a barn. You didn't. Be you didn't do so. Assassin's Creed type situations on a family of farmers. I think. I don't know. I think you were just at a barn. Okay. And I think you got into a street fight at a barn. No, not exactly how it went down, okay? We took out all the flannel-wearing guys. Pretty sure that you were part of the flannel gang, or you had gotten into a fight with the flannel gang. The Rabisi family does not wear flannel. The other thing is, they all looked, you know, 
I mean, I don't know what they do, how they figure it out that they all look so similar. They look like they could have been in the same Brothers, family. maybe sisters, maybe a grandpa. That's what it looked like, which they must do some plastic surgery at the beginning of the initiation or something. Okay. But listen, then basically when we took the boss, okay, and we surprise attacked him and threw him into a pit of pig poo, then I turned to Tonto and Jerky and gave him both... You know, high fives, and then we turn you don't, around. And we there's, say, there's no one solved. in our in our organization named Tonto One, or Tonka, <laughs> or Jurgen. Okay, you're you, you can just be a truthful with me. It didn't there have were, to be some big I was showdown. With eight guys. Okay, it was Jeremy, Tonka One. There's nobody named Tonka One, there and I know you can't throw. Certainly, you can't throw a javelin type weapon. Further than, like, two feet. Okay, I threw it across the bar. It was superhuman because of my enduring desire to be with you, Michael. But and you record weren't... these podcasts with you and keep making crimes. But I wasn't at the barn. You were going to be, and therefore we knew that we could get you. Stop saying we, because it was if it was anything, it was just you. I did, actually, for real, I did call your boss. Okay, that sounds believable. And what did he say? For real. For real? Hey, I said, hey, hey, Mike's boss, this is Paul, blah, blah, blah. He basically, okay. <sighs> Fuck. I was really excited because I thought you were going to think I was really sexy. All the people listening would think I was so cool and tough. Okay, the truth is, after you left, about 20 minutes later, I was eating some general style chicken sure and thinking he probably should needs a little help or some situation i called your boss he said uh i haven't heard from him in forever or like a week now and i basically told him that what's going on you're losing your mind you know somebody's after you and he said oh yeah 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 the heck i oh that's not a problem and then he said i'll make some calls and then he hung up i finished my general style chicken uh, he called me back about 15 minutes later and said the problem solved. Mike's in the hospital getting help and he's good to go after this. Okay. So, thank you for telling me the truth. Uh, well, you know, basically what I did originally tell you there, the whole farm thing, it is the truth, but in another way, it's not so much quite Did you as true. go to a farm and, like, beat up slash murder a family of farmers let's not talk about what happened at the farm anymore okay whatever happened happened because uh we care about you your boss and me you know that's mm. we're taking care of you yeah and uh whatever happened to the uh, jeromes i haven't really heard from them well there used to be three. Oh no now there's only two. Oh god which one what do you think I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything. Was it Small Jerome? No. no. Small Jerome's too quick. And it's too quick. Sneaky. Was it Big Jerome? Tall Jerome? Tall Jerome? No. He's a monster. Too tough. Too tough. Mid- oh, God. Don't tell me it's mid-sized Jerome. Don't tell me I can't handle that right it's now. It's mid-sized Jerome. Oh, God. Is dead-sized Jerome oh. now. He's gone. So, listen. For oh, next fuck. Week, all right, calm down. All right, there's other, there's two more to say hi to you later. Okay? He's the only good person I've ever known. 
All right, you can write them a little eulogy or something. Maybe I'll do that. Okay. Oh, God. Well, listen. Damn it. Listen. Damn it, mid-sized Jerome. We're going to run an ad, and then... Why Why him and not me? All right, calm it down. It should have been me, Paul. We're going to run the ad while you take a breather, okay? And All then right. when we get back, we're finally going to do some real crimes, okay? So I want you to I'm going to do some crying, crying crimes all right these, now. All these story, all this drama is done. Dunzo, okay? We're back to crimes and we're back to my stuff. Okay. Alright. Rest in peace, mid-sized Jerome. Okay, that's gonna sound great because we're just about to run an ad. So you're gonna say that? It would have been a great... Right as we go into It would have been a great bumper. It would have cut out right there and now it's like an extra ten minutes because you just don't know when to shut the fuck up. Alright, Paul. You ready for a new ad this week? Oh, I sure I am. We're going to make some money finally. This, oh, we're going to make lots of You know what? Because what we finally got is a corporate sponsor. Yeah. That doesn't sound great. Uh, I want to sponsor. Listen, I would like to sponsor fun things like, you know, uh, some cool sunglasses. We've done or that. Or maybe different, different kinds of wines. We, I don't know if we've done wines, but we've done lots of bread. Animals that have never been heard of before, never been seen. Spon- or... I don't think you can be sponsored by exotic, undiscovered animals. But I'll look into it for next week. Okay, yeah, please do. But I... this one's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah? Is this it? Is, uh, you, you may have heard of this if you've ever uh, been in any kind of business setting. Entertainment. Entertainment. What? Inter- that? It's like, have you ever, I know you have a, a little side gig for a, have you ever like had to sit through a video where it's trying to like teach you about a new component or maybe like a new uh, project? Okay. You already, you know what? I almost fell asleep. Maybe a just new copier. Already. What? A new copier? Yeah. It's just like. I don't want to talk about copiers. Why not? My. This is already the worst ad ever. We're fa- I'm falling asleep here. What are you talking about? What is this company? Well, it's do? it's it's they put out a, a set of videos on whatever you your company may need. Uh, there's you know like PR videos, HR videos, and they're all like and, you know they've they've really focused on making them kind of fun and exciting oh and and kind gosh. of appealing to the to the new youth. We in, can't in the, sponsor this. What? Why not? All right, we are living HR nightmare, dude. And first what of all, you... we're not sponsoring them. They are sponsoring us. Oh, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I'm not going to be part of some group that puts out different little lame things to ruin oh, everybody's no. lives. They're not lame. These are these are fun. Oh yeah, they're funny. Oh yeah, sure. And and they're so uh, they're not cheesy educational. at all. Huh? No, cheese. They're not a giant waste of everyone's time. I don't think so. Okay, we'll see. Okay, so what? The company is supposed to call this company and then get it going with yeah. a different video kind? Do they get to pick the actors and actresses in the videos? Oh no, it'll be like they've already they already have their videos already you know done. But you say, hey, you know, uh, we we had some inappropriate touching happening in the office. Oh my god. And gosh. they'll be like, hey, hey, we got just a video for you. And they'll, you know, Mike. you can sit down your employees. Michael, Michael, you Michael, can Michael, pop Michael, in the Michael, video. Mike, 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 Mike
the and you can make an awkward encounter so much more fun and entertaining and educational. Mike, for your grown up, I am going to inappropriately workers. touch you right now. <laughs> I don't because think you should say ruining that. On air. This, this is our show. We're not fancy little corporate creepers. Not yet. We talk about stealing and and pilfering. Well, you know, if someone's stealing or pilfering from the company, they got a video set for that too, and you can sit down your adult uh, workers like it's kindergarten and you say we're gonna watch a video today class you know what and, then you, cannot... and they see like you know and it was like a rap starts like hey don't be stealing you know the ink okay. cartridges from work hey shush i could not in good faith put our name of this podcast that i love so much i could not put this behind it's too entertainment. late it's already it's this is already recording and it's gonna be put if in. you're having a problem at your office with people doing something they're not supposed to do maybe you should you know look at yourself and figure out why you know your place is so sad that people have to do these kinds of things to figure it out or or for just a quick easy you know payment of you know three hundred and sixty four dollars holy cow you know. And and it just takes out that awkward human interaction thing that none of us wants to do these days. Us millennials looking people in the eye and having a real conversation. This is enough. This is enough. This is canceled. The ad is over. Okay? You've read enough of it. We're good. We got it covered. Congratulations. Go pick up the check, but I don't want to hear about this ever again. We're done. Okay, well, We're hopefully done. they'll still pay us after you just bulldoze me. Over. I'm probably just going to edit out all the parts where you say over. Over. Okay. Thanks, Entertainment. All right. Welcome back. Welcome, Michael, to the regular Perfect Crimes. I have some beautiful crimes for you to listen to today. And all I need you to do is listen to me and then approve of my genius, okay? I don't need anything else from you right now. All right? That's it. Okay, here we You're go. You're talking very fast. The first thing we're going to talk about today is a bookshelf banger. Bookshelf banger. Can you slow down a little bit? I feel like our first segment was already kind of quick, so I think we can drag this out a bit longer. The second thing... And you know, when I ask you something, what? you can just do it and not give me a bunch of fucking sass. Is that I'm Im- not giving you any Is sass. that impossible? But basically, I'm going around living my best life. When I ask you to slow and down, judging and me. you go, okay, that's sass, and you're I'm not here for it. You're questioning my actual voices and tones and texture, okay? I plan this. And I talk how I talk. Okay? You talk way too fast already, and then you speed up, and then you don't take a breath, and then you gotta like we gotta take like ten minute breaks for you to catch your breath again. <laughs> okay, well listen, take it easy, okay? Because Me take it easy. The second thing. <laughs> Me? How? What the fuck is happening? You need to calm down, bud. All right, you need to take it easy. Because I should have taken another actually, week off after listen, the coma. Listen, how exciting this is, this is gonna be. Restultants 2.0, baby. No, we're not doing yes, that. Yes, we are doing it, and it's even better. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be sassy, and it's going to be fun. So buckle up, Buttercup. Here we go. All right. Give it to me. So people have bookshelves full of perfectly good used books they probably haven't read in years. Sure. It's just rows and rows of dumbass books. That they maybe read once, or maybe they just bought it so they thought it would like make them look impressive in their Zoom meetings. Right. 
if we could take one book off the shelf, they probably wouldn't notice. And for us, it'd be th- free three to five dollars, three to five bucks for each book that we take. And then we sell it? Or are we paying? Basically, you take in a book, you take in cash from their building, okay? I guess so. Everybody wants to buy new books that are used, and nobody wants to get rid Do of Do they? Do people want to buy used books? All the time, buddy. Okay. Especially if it. they're barely barely even touched, like most of these will be, okay? It's not going to be their favorite book that we take. It's going to be their least favorite kind of thing. Sure. Uh, so... Free three to five bucks every time and extremely low risk. They probably won't notice at all. And if they do, it'll be a long time from now. Sure. So the only problem is getting into the house. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So I came up with a few different ways that we could get into the house to take a used book from the people. Mm-hmm. How about a nosy bookend salesman? Yes. Okay. And you come to the door, and you have nose-shaped bookends, okay? Nosy bookend salesman. Okay, very clever. <laughs> and up. you say, you take those bookends, Hello, hello, sir, I love you I'm from the great country of Notre Dame, and we have... Why is this, wonderful... what is this character? <laughs> we have wonderful bookends for you to try. Come see what they look like. See, let me show you, let me show no, you. No, door and closed. Then, and then, up... Oh, Foot in the door, and then you get in. Look at how good these look. Look at these books. They're all over the place. Can I stop you for one second? Yep. So, these are (laughs) nose-shaped bookends from the country of Noserdam? Yep. Why is a country coming to America just to sell door-to-door nose-shaped? Why can't it just be... It's it's organic beauty and postmodern... How is it organic? What do you think your nose is geometric? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it would be geometric because it, it would. Are we selling real noses? Well, they're shaped. They're molded noses, kind of like some kind of clay or ceramic texture. Okay. And the, would it be shaped off your nose? Because I feel like that's pretty geometric. I feel like that'd make a great book stand. Really hold those books back. You know what? Unfortunately. It would be too big to fit the rest of the things. As much as I would love to show off my hazanker to the people of the world, it's too big. Okay? Yeah. So, nope, it would not be that. Perhaps it would be based off of um, Leonardo DiCaprio's nose, oh, okay. Amy Adams. So how are we getting their molds? Well, that we'll have to sort out at a different time. Because it sounds like you just added a really weird wrinkle to this that's going to make it even more impossible. So, okay, let's just say if we could get, you know, we send out an email to Leonardo at DiCaprio.com and Amy at Adams.com or whatever. We send them an email and we say, hello, how are you? You know, we're very interested in studying the human anatomy of great actors and actresses. What we've heard is basically that a good nose shape gives you strong nasal passages you have great speeches and, and dictation mm-hmm. so what we really need is just uh give us your address we'll mail you some different waxy stuff pour it onto your nose and then peel it off put that back in the box send it back to us and we'll give you a free book for your trouble oh yeah so yeah, these that's guys... kind of what we'll send over to that for that why don't we just Break and enter. We're criminals. Why do we have to... Why do you have to make it... 
like a daytime heist with a a character and like a uniform. What is it with you? Okay, I don't you understand. don't like the nosy bookend salesman. I mean, no, I, honestly, it doesn't okay. make any sense. It doesn't make sense that Fine. he's from Noser Dan. Then, guess what? Sorry. Then we're gonna go on to the next thing. And guess what happens? You're... You have to wear a striped onesie. Okay. Why don't I just break into the you house? You have to wear a striped onesie. Why? And you come running up to Tell the door. Tell me why I have to. And you come running up to the door of the people no. whose books that they want. I don't want you to say another word that's not me explaining it. why I have to wear a striped onesie. <laughs> and you say, I'm running from the law. Okay? And they're after me now. All I need is two days of bread and cheese. Please help me. And then why they, would they take help you me? in and you say, listen, you know what I did while I was in prison the whole time? I read books. I loved reading books. Can you give me one book to just take care of? I don't even need the food. Just give me the book. And then you get the book. Okay, first of all, criminals and inmates don't wear striped onesies anymore. Uh, they wear a whole different uniform depending on what prison they're at. Second of all, why would they just let me in if I'm a criminal, a prisoner? Because um, they have compassion for you, you know how you were framed and no. stuff. No. Oh, I have to tell them the whole story about my... So, okay, so what's the backstory here? Well, the backstory is that basically you were a nice teacher, always trying to do a good job for the students, and then, you know, some different things happened. You brought a fiesta wear into the school. A fiesta? Fiesta wear. The what Mexican the? plates. Okay. And ceramics. Sure. Bowls. Mm-hmm. Uh, mugs. Very bright colors. Yeah, solid yeah. Okay, bright I got you, I got you. Those used to be made back in the 70s. They used to be made radioactive materials. <laughs> they were? And they would they passed today under the radioactive scale. It happened to a child once. So basically we could take that story of that kid who got in trouble for bringing a fiesta plate from the 70s to his school. We'd take that story and turn it into yours. Okay. I think we should just rob them. I think, especially for just taking okay, one shitty book. if you don't like this book, straight onesie, how about this? Uh, task Rabbit Ikea Furniture Builder. You answer little things. They say Task Rabbit, and you come in. Oh, yeah, I'll build your bookshelf. Then you build the bookshelf, and you say, you know what? I can even help you move these books on here. And then you take stack books, put it up, stack books, put it up. And then with the last stack of books, you're putting it up. Slide the one book really fast out of the way to the other side of the room. And then when you're leaving, you trip. On the side of the couch, and then grab the book, shove it into your uh, jacket pocket. Oh, God, no. I'm... Okay, then I have one more idea for you. No. New Age Milkman offering I think free I think samples. this is a no on this crime. Seriously? Well, uh, after I've... everything I've done for you. You made one call in the middle of eating some chicken. Some... some... General Sal's chicken. Okay, so basically you're saying you want to be illiterate and stupid for the rest of your life. Are we keeping these books and reading them? Well, we're that's how we're making our money. Getting smarter, getting richer at the same time, baby. Okay, so you, you're, we're not even selling these books that we're stealing. We're reading them to increase our vocabulary. Yes. Our, expand our worldview. Right. Um, and just get captivated by interesting stories. Why don't you just get a membership to a library and read there? That could work, but, you know, then you don't get to keep the books afterwards. What if you want to read it again? Huh? 
What then? You go back to the library and you pick up the same What if somebody book? else rented it out, Mike? What do I do about it then? Well, what if could... it's 2 a.m. And all I need is a little extra dickens to get me through the night. Internet. Okay. You are the worst. Maybe. I, 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 don't, I won't say any kind of audio service that we're not sponsored by, but there's places where you can get books online that can be read to you out loud. Do you want to talk about the other crime? Uh, not particularly, but I feel like we gotta pad some time for the podcast, so sure, give it to me. Okay, I am not gonna do this with you, Michael. What? I am not about to present my heart and soul out with your this dippy, is what you dumpy wanted. attitude. This is what you wanted, isn't it? What? This is exactly how you wanted me to feel. And, you know, I know you admitted it to me last week. This is, you do this to irritate me. You don't do this to get rich or to make money. You do this to irritate me. I don't do this to irritate you. I do this to prove my love to you, my friend. To prove how important you are to me. How? I slave week after week at new ideas for you to peruse and consider. Okay? That's what I do. I work at it. Okay? Just listen. Restultants 2.0. Oh, this one. I forgot this was a thing. So we should our expand our restultancy uh, to include a seafood division. Why well, don't we, our first thing, already not cover f- seafood? <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> why, why is this a necessary expansion? Why are we already last not... Time, last time we worked on pork chops and... Uh, beef fillets, steaks, and stuff. Now we're going to do seafood. We're going to double the quantity of the restaurant's shellfish immediately. Okay? And we say, listen, all you have to do, you invite us in today. You Is it the same thing where we just, like, cut an extra slice of salmon and say, here, uh, here's uh, two. Uh, 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 uh. Nope, 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 no. Nope. It's a shellfish thing. Want to know our secret? Do you want to know the secret? Yes. We concoct our own shellfish meat filler at home beforehand. What does that mean? You take cotton balls. Ugh, I think I'm already done with soak this. Soak cotton balls in bacteria-infested Ugh. salt water and sugar for a few years. Okay. Years? Then... I'm already off board because it's a years-in-the-making plan. Then we take the jar and we bring it with us to them. Then we open up the different crabs and lobsters machines. Okay? We open those. Okay? Take it all out and mix some of the mixture in that we made, the cotton ball mixture, with real lobster meat or real crab meats or whatever. Ta-da! Double your meat in no time. And nobody will really notice different flavors, different textures, because it's all mixed They won't. Up. They won't notice because they'll be dead from eating <laughs> years-old bacteria. They'll be poisoned, and then they'll probably die within seconds. It's about developing flavor like a sourdough, kind of. Mm-hmm. I... Look, I'll, I'll admit I don't know much about the sourdough making process, uh, but I know that this is different. I know it because bread is bread, and then there's shrimp is shrimp with a very short shelf life, okay? And you can't just put cotton balls soaked <laughs> in years-old bacteria and just shoot it in or make it shrimp-shaped uh, and then just sell it and be like, hey... <laughs> 
here's your shrimp cocktail. Yeah. And it'd also probably be, you want it to be like that nice, fresh, kind of like flamingo pink color. And it'll just be like green and moldy. And it'll just look like death. So what's the fucking point of this? It's pungent. So when you yeah. taste that pungency, mix it up with the real meat. You don't want your fish to be like pungent. That's how you know it's gone bad. How do you even know? It you always eat... smells like fish. Mm, I mean, I guess so. Everything In rotten broadest... smells like fish. Fish smell like everything rotten. It's mm. kind of a come see, come sa. What fish have you been eating? I don't eat them. You've never, so you've never smelled fish? No, the creatures of the sea should stay in the sea, okay? And not go inside of me. Okay. So you don't know actually what shrimp tastes or looks like? or Well, fish. I did have to do some experiments. So what I did was I watched some Gordon Ramsay videos of him making some different shellfish and foods and realized that with this concoction that I invented with the cotton balls, soaked in bacteria-infused salt water and sugar for a couple of years... It's going to look just like crab meat. It's going to be basically identical. I don't think so. And so that's kind of the plan. Um, you know me. Uh, I love doing crimes. I'm not big on murder. Uh, and I think this is going to kill many people. If we, I mean, uh, even if, if we can even you know, pass this off to a restaurant... Which maybe we can't even get that far. But if we do, if it gets to a plate, it's going to kill someone. And I'm just not on board for that. Uh, so this is also going to be a no from me. Well, you can't say no to both of them today. I think I can, and I will. No, 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 no. You have to say yes to one thing. I gave you one, two, three, four, five different options. Uh, four options for how to steal a book. And one option for how to expand our restaltancy. Yeah. But we're not actually expanding the rest ultancy because I also said no to the last one. I, that's not quite how I remember it. I remember you saying specifically, rest ultance. I might have said that. Say it again. No. Say it. Mm-mm. Say it to me now. Restaurant consultant. No, 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 no. Come on, rest. If I say that, will you accept the no? Uh, de- deal. Yes. You didn't say... I'm not sure if you said deal. I, you said de- really quick. So is it a deal? You can say whatever you want. Just say it. Go. Say it. Restultant. No. You didn't say it right. I'm not making a weird pause. You have to put the pause in for your dramatic effect in power. Okay? Mm. It's, about, it's about developing ah, tastiness. It's like, it's like you're chewing, 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 and then bam! A little chili flake. Rest. Daltons. Does your brain shut down when you have a chili flake? Why is it that... Can a... you just say it to me like how oh, it's supposed to be said, please? No. <laughs> Alright, well this is the worst. I forgot about this. That you say no to everything I come up with. And you just basically sit there like a big gloomy doofus. Didn't I say okay? yes to something last week? Last week, okay, Mike, you were out of your mind. I've never seen anyone so crazy. I, don't I think know it was what fine. kind of mushrooms you were on. Uh, yeah, it was nuts last week, Mike. It wasn't so bad. It was like taking care of an insane rabbit. Obviously, you didn't been... even take care of me because you lo- allowed me to leave your house and go. I solved the problem, didn't I? Afterwards, I felt guilty. 
Okay. While well, you know what? Chicken. You know what? Maybe if you called before you got your goddamn chicken, medium-sized Jerome would still be alive. Yeah, I'm putting that on you. Maybe. You know what? Medium-sized Jerome, mid-sized Jerome would probably prefer that I had the chicken. Okay. He cared about Asian food. It was one thing he loved. He had a deep passion for. That's right. Look. I'm, he used to get, I remember he used to order sesame chicken, Kung Pao, General Sal, and, what's the last one? They get Orange. Orange chicken. Yeah. And he he'd get only, all those nuggets and compare. He would never get anything else. He would just get chicken and different Asian sauces. Yeah, all the nugget kind. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was him. Wow. And now you are basically shitting all over his memory by saying no to all my crimes and not caring about what I'm saying at all. I don't think so. I think I'm really honoring him. I think I'm doing what he would want. Um, Well, this is over. I'm done. We're done. I agree. Next week I'll come to you with more crimes and maybe you'll respect my genius. Well, maybe if you come with some genius crimes, I'll say yes. Okay. So I guess that's it for another week. Thank you all for listening. If you like our show... Nope. We, you don't get to do that one. You can review it on Apple or iTunes. Or oranges. Or oranges. Or bananas. You can also subscribe on Stitcher and Spotify. That helps us out a lot. Uh, Leave comments anywhere you can. Can you shut the fuck up while I'm breaking it down? Goat's cheese. Uh, You can send any of your own crimes in. To the Twitter, hashtag PerfectCrimePod. Why do you think that we have it silverware and not goldenware? I should I'm, switch I'm all actually, I my... think I'm going to recruit a new uh, sidekick for the show. So if you got some really good crimes, you can get in contact with me. Maybe you'll do the show instead of Paul. Hang okay. on a second. What did you just suggest? Nothing. Goodbye. End of show. Oh my god.